Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, and this is our Power Women podcast with Schneps Media running the engine. And today we are delighted to actually be talking to one of our Power Women of Manhattan, Linda Alexander. Linda, welcome, the CEO of Linda Alexander Communications. Thank you so much for having me, Vicki. I'm delighted to be here. Well, you know, what I love about the Power Women uh, galas are the fact that we get to know people who may not be in our world, but now you're in my world, and I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast. As am I. I am so thrilled to have met you. I feel like, as I said that time, it was like I have a new BFF. Right. That's very true. And so I wanted to share with our listeners a little bit about you and your background. And, you know, all of us growing up have people who influenced us. Who do you feel influenced you to be who you are today? I think I'm very blessed because I had a very powerful mother. She was actually, she was singles champion of Chicago in tennis in 1947. So she she was always a force to be reckoned with. And she was very social and she was a very gracious hostess. And so I grew up with a lot of people around us, a lot of parties. And, and so that made me, I guess, fairly gregarious. And my father, who was a a businessman, he and I were very close. And and this is a man who worked his way through law school playing violin. So all of the kids, we all studied violin. We all studied piano. And I sang and we were all encouraged to write. And I think if there's the thread, that's the writing. And then I had this remarkable aunt, and I'm getting goosebumps right now, my aunt Marta Alexander. And she was a writer and a very well-known writer in the 50s and 60s. And she helped with a syndicated column. And so she was one of the writers on that. And she always encouraged me to write. So the genesis of all of this is like writing. And it just feels like public relations was kind of a natural, I guess, a natural direction because I love being around people. I love talking about to people. I love listening to stories. I love telling other people's stories. And I love writing and really... The, the thread here is the writing, period. Sounds like you were born to it because of the skill sets. Isn't it fascinating how the skill sets from each of the people that were your genetic match <laughs> came through and, and that you are today? So tell me what Linda Alexander, as CEO, uh, is all about in your company. We represent clients who are anybody who is in what I call the built world. You could say that's real estate. We, re- we represent brokers. We represent developers. We represent architects and interior designers and construction companies and anything who has anything to do with real estate and with the built world. And uh, that that came out of that was kind of a fluke too. And it sounds crazy, but I was writing about food. I was writing cookbooks, and I was writing. I was making a living writing about real estate. So yeah, for different trade publications, somehow that all came together and. Uh, became a publicist, which means my fort was um, media relations. So this is now, this is going back to 1999. Prior to that, I was writing advertising uh, content for real estate companies. Before that, I worked for Book of the Month Club. I was a, a singer, a professional singer, and wrote jingles and won a few Addy Awards. It just kind of all came together in this great, happy, I don't know, result. Well, I'd like to know, how did you get your first client? You know, I I still remember my first advertiser 
what got you started? What gave you the courage to do this on your own and have your own company? My first public relations client was it actually came through a publisher I'd been working for. Um, at that time, he owned a, a publication called The Cooperator. They were doing an expo, and I was one of his writers. And so he said to me, Linda, you know so-and-so at the Times, because we, they were, we were a pretty close-knit group of folks who were writing about real estate. We called ourselves the Real Estate Literary Guild, RELG. And um, so he said, yeah, I can make a phone call and, and see if he'll do it. They used to have a section in the front of the New York Times real estate called postings. And they would talk about events that were coming up. So this was for an expo, co-op and condo expo rather. So I, I, I made the phone call and he ran it. And the, the cooperator of co-op and condo expo, their first year was a success. So then he started saying, well, you've got to talk to Linda Alexander. She can help you with this. I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew it was kind of, you know, you're supposed to be oil and water, church and state, but, you know, it was kind of fun. And it was certainly more lucrative, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly frank. And then by 1999, uh, it just seemed like a natural, natural result of everything I was doing. It was just a natural outcome. I mean, I, then I started calling myself Alexander Marketing because I didn't know what else to call it, the firm. And we were media relations experts. And so mostly I was just hanging out with like my friends and <laughs> having lunch and dinner and, and it was fun. And then in 2000, I got an accountant and had to incorporate. And then I be, officially became Alexander Marketing Corp. And today the landscape's changed. And in the last 10 years, we've been doing a lot of social media. So now it's Alexander Marketing and Communications. And we're not so much marketing, we're a PR firm. Marketing is more advertising. We're strictly on the editorial side, but um, this has been like a, a great, wonderful ride. And, and uh, here I am at this time in my life and I, work, I get to work for clients that I like. And that makes a big difference because if you're telling their stories, you have to better, you really have to like them. So with advertising, not so much. You're doing an ad and you can do a beautiful ad because it's graphics. I'm married to a graphic designer, by the way, so I know these things. But um, you want to tell the story honestly and sincerely, then you better like that client and what they're doing. Well, it sounds like you've had some interesting clients. And I know that, uh, you know, we all have to grow. Otherwise, I believe we die. So you grew into the digital space where we're so powerful ourselves and we get it about the need for a digital approach. But I think you're also working with this interesting client on logical buildings that I was fascinated when you explained. Can you kind of sum up what they do with their app? I will. And, and I was just on the phone with them. I have to tell you, it's, it's, it's a client that I'm so proud to be working for. And logical buildings is an energy man management AI development firm and uh, AI development and service provider. The app that I'm working on is a consumer focused app and it's called Grid Rewards. And you can download anyone who has uh, Con Edison as a utility provider. So we're talking all of New York City, Westchester, parts of Long Island. Anybody who has Con Edison and they have the smart meter technology, anybody who has that can download the Grid Rewards app for free by the App Store or Google Play and immediately start lowering your utility rates and earning cash rewards. Amazing. And at the same time, reducing your carbon footprint. So this is, this is, 
this is a win-win-win situation and it's free and it's about energy equity because you don't have to be a technology whiz to use it you you don't need a computer you don't need wi-fi and a lot of folks don't necessarily have great access to wi-fi it just takes a smartphone and you get these prompts and they'll say time to raise your air conditioning temperature three points in the summer right for two hours and you do that and you've lowered your your uh, utility bill and at the end of the summer they'll say i've earned 160 dollars half of which i donated because they have uh they have five different groups that you can donate the money to and the the, the other half i didn't respond fast enough so they sent me a check gosh darn it but it was fine well, I think, you know, this is what's the fun of life. Like I wondered the wondrous thing of meeting you by my power women and you meeting these clients that are fascinating, doing exciting new technologies in the world that we're in. So I think that this is uh, something that talking into the future about artificial intelligence. And I think we'll have a lot more to talk about it in the going forward. So I'm glad you got your foot into that niche. So tell me, you know, you've made such a success of your career. What advice would you give other women to make themselves successful too? I think we have to be fearless and more so than men. We have to really trust our instincts. You know, all of us, most of us are walking around with certain insecurities about whatever, but you have to believe in, 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 believe in what you do and believe in your self-worth and, and just, just trust your, trust your instinct. So uh, of course you have to do your homework. You have to you have to follow through. But that's with everyone. That's not gender specific, but with women, especially in my industry. And I work with so many WBEs and MWBEs. I'm very lucky there because they they okay. they're attracted to me because I'm a Chris, WBE too. Was it Chris getting through that process? Because I know I realize I'm a certified minority-owned business myself, but it was such a terrible process and long to oh get. Oh my it god. <laughs> It was hours of paperwork because I did it very early on because I had a client who was a WBE and she said and we were joining a, a, a women's group at that time. It's called the Association of Real Estate Women. And she was the president at that time. And she owned a construction company. And she's saying, you have to do this. And I'm like, why do I have to do this? And it's like you slog through so much paperwork. It's much more uh, efficient today. You can do it online today. You don't have to make umpteen photocopies. So every woman who has a business should really apply for that certification. Well, there are actually a small business uh, association in New York City. Yeah. Uh, every county, there are these small business uh, organizations that will help you fill it out. And I'm a big asking for helper person. So I think that's important that people know that they can get help. They're not on their own filling it out but it does have the opportunity. Uh, but I must ask you, did you get any business from it? I haven't. No. <laughs> First, I think you talk about the SBA, so I think they're great. And they, they, they come in front of our community board all the time. And I love them. They're, they're great. Um, no, I haven't. Because I'm in an industry where I'm a public relations person. So it, it's, but, but my clients who are construction companies or commercial real estate firms, they've gotten business out of there because everybody needs to JV with an MD, M, MWBE, an MBE, a WBE, et cetera. In PR, it's like, who do you want calling you on a Saturday morning, you know, to say, you've got to take this call from this reporter. 
you know, so. Well, I think one of the things that is important for our listeners to know is that sometimes the companies like your construction companies will get credit for using you as a woman-owned business. So don't belittle that. There is power in that relationship with the company that is in that industry. So I think, you know, we've got to be creative. I think that's what makes women successful. And you've been very creative. And I've been so delighted to talk to Linda Alexander, who is the CEO of Linda Alexander Marketing and Communications. Thank you so much for your time, Linda. Oh, thank you, Vicki. It's been a pleasure. And have a great day. Thank you. This is Victoria Schnepp signing off. Till next time. Bye now. Thank you.